It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On podcast network, your team every day. Support on Locked On Cardinals comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. You know what that means. You've seen them on Shark Tank. Manscaping offers precise, precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Get 20% off free shipping with the code LOCKEDON at manscaped.com. That's 20% off manscaped.com with the code, the promo code LOCKEDON. Talk about precision. Kyler Murray in practice the last couple days has been precise. He's been about as accurate as you can be. Ball is not touching the turf very much. Josh Weinfuss, of course, the talented ESPN.com writer, keeping us abreast of all the in-depth practice stats that we need. Something that I didn't even think was really um, kept, is being kept by Weinfuss, and uh, I want to kind of deep dive that. How much... How much should we put into this? How much stock should we put into Kyler Murray's performances pre preseason and mostly in just training camp practices? How much stock are we putting in the number one overall pick? Plus, Cliff Kingsbury is taking exception. The latest member of the Cardinals organization, the coach, K2, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, is taking exception with the Madden football franchise. I'll tell you what that's all about. And the latest edition of the Arizona Cardinals, linebacker Andre Branch, and what I think he's going to add to this defense. The veteran linebacker comes over. He has a specific skill set. He's he is your Liam Neeson. He is your take, and he is, I've got a specific set of skills, as I just butchered that all-time movie line uh, from the crazy movie where uh, the franchise where Liam Neeson kept on losing members of his family that he, he loves dearly and then gets them back in an awesome way. So and also there was a there was a scuffle, there was a scuffle during Tuesday's practice. Um, Cliff Kingsbury addressed that on Wednesday. I'll tell you all about that. So let's kind of deep dive the deepest dive of statistics of all time. We're keeping stats now of Kyler Murray's training camps, and Josh Weinfuss and and I credit him for this. I think this is fantastic content. And I think that uh, you should, you know, Clancy asked me the other day, like, how much, how much are you reading into this? He kind of thought maybe I would be skeptical about it. Uh, but I enjoy the stats that we're getting from Weinfuss. I enjoy seeing that Kyler Murray is having success during 11-on-11 drills, on 7-on-7 drills, on 2-minute drills. I think that a guy like Kyler Murray, where there's so many unknowns, there's so many question marks, that if we can have any data that can prove that he and his his small little just elite athletic package can translate to the NFL level. And when we look at this, and, and we started that uh, Weinfuss tweeted out, by my count, this is a quote of the tweet, Kyler Murray was 13 of 19 passing in 11-on-11 drills, 6 of 8 during 7-on-7, and saw a combination of 3, 4, and 5 wide receiver formations. What really stood out to Weinfuss was design handoff that practiced in 11-on-11 from the shotgun. Running back David Johnson said later, it makes no difference where he gets the handoff, whether he's under center or whether he's in the shotgun. Also, looking more at some of the stats 
from Weinfuss in regards to Kyler Murray. He was showing off his versatility. Uh, he had some velocity. He had a touch pass over a leaping defender that hit Larry Fitzgerald right in the breadbasket. Murray was flushed out of the pocket. He went left. He was able to make tight passes work in different situations. Um, yesterday, Murray finished 22 of 28, one pick, 11 on 11, 7 on 7, and two-minute drills. He started 0 for 3, so that means if you did the quick Arizona State math, he was 22 for his last 25. He completed 13 in a row, and uh, he was showing off touch, power, accuracy, and, of course, his athleticism, showing an array of passes varying in length of degrees of difficulty as far as you know how hard you were going to throw him, how much touch you were going to put on the pass, and how deep or short the pass was going to be. Uh, we've seen it before. We all kind of get the Blue Chew excitement, right? The BlueChew.com excitement. The automatic, uh, you know, if you're in the mood, just take a Blue Chew. Kyler Murray is kind of your natural Blue Chew uh, chewable pill. Uh, it, it gets you excited. We saw in the mandatory minicamp where he was just putting passes. He went, what, five for five hitting uh, a, a standing target. It, it was exciting to see him be that dead on with his passes. As far as today's concern. Uh, this was from Josh Schweinfuss, and I'm recording this this podcast around noon on Wednesday afternoon. Weinfuss said that Kyler Murray continued. He, he was on a slow start as far as the 11 on 11 periods were concerned. You, as I said, he went 0 for 3 to start yesterday. Uh, today he was picked off on his second pass. It was cornerback Robert Alford. He tipped the pass, and linebacker Jordan Hicks intercepted it. Now let's talk about where we get excited here. One, it's a bummer that Kyler Murray is getting picked off. Two, it's exciting that the two probably biggest additions to your defense outside of Terrell Suggs this offseason are making plays, right? Robert Alford, who's expected to be your CB1 in the absence of Patrick Peterson during the six-game stretch of suspension, uh, tips the pass, makes a play, and then your big-money linebacker, Jordan Hicks, is right there to pick it off. This is exciting to me, all wrapped into kind of uh, disappointment from a Kyler Murray pick. I think that it's fine that we're getting stats from Josh Weinfuss. I like them. It's it's about it's is they're as meaningless as spring training statistics are concerned in Major League Baseball. But at the same time, we don't have anything else. And if I'm going to hear things from practice, it it better be good like we're hearing. Sure, he's getting off to slow starts, but it seems like Kyler Murray is one of those guys that when he heats up, it's like you're at the blackjack table. You don't mess with a heater. You don't leave the table on a heater. Kyler Murray can certainly sit down and get on a heater, as I mentioned yesterday, 22 for 28, including a string of 13 straight passes that didn't hit the turf. So um, I, I'm taking I'm taking these with a grain of salt, but at the same time, I'm enjoying this kind of content. I'm enjoying that Kyler Murray isn't coming out there and putting on a display like we've seen with Daniel Jones or like we, we've Miami's kind of seeing with Josh Rosen. And I do have an update on Rosen, and unfortunately it's it's not a positive one for the second-year quarterback who's now with the Miami Dolphins. We'll get into all of that in the next segment. Of course, you're listening to Lockdown Cardinals. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Bob Rack, and also follow the show at Lockdown Cardinals, Lockdown AZ Cards to be exact, and give my, my absent co-host, Alex Clancy, a follow as well, at Clancy's Corner. Coming up next, we'll get into what Cliff Kingsbury's beef with the Madden football franchise is, and we'll get more into preseason, uh, an outlook of the preseason, and more into the training camp. That's all next. It's Locked on Cardinals. 
This episode brought to you by Five Star Painting, a neighborly company. Five Star Painting is looking for new owners to join their growing company, and could this be the perfect opportunity for you? Are you driven? Do you have the heartbeat of an entrepreneur? If you're interested in running your own business, test or text Five Star to 87000. That's 87000 right now to learn more. Choosing to start your business with Five Star Painting means setting yourself up for success by surrounding yourself with the best in business at the best at business. With Five Star Painting, you'll be your own boss. Pick your own territory, set up your own hours, and live a better quality of life running a business that can be you can be proud of. You'll have access to the best resources to help you scale and landscape business, meet your personal and professional goals. If you will be go home every day with the satisfaction of helping your customers enhance and maintain the beauty of their homes. As Five Star Painting owner, you'll be also part of a greater neighborly community home service brands. Neighborly has empowered more than 3,700 entrepreneurs to achieve their dreams and goals through local business ownership. No one knows the home security service business, the home service business industry better than Neighborly. Every year, nearly 1 million customers are proudly served by one of Neighborly's 22 award-winning brands, some of which include Mosquito Joe, Molly Maid, Glass Doctor, and Mr. Rooter. Whether you've been thinking about starting your own business or you're already running your own painting company, text 5STAR to 87000, that's 87000, to learn more about how 5STAR Painting Franchise can help you get where you want to go faster than going at it alone. Again, text 5STAR, F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R, to 87000, to learn more about neighborly brands that may be available in your area and we thank them for sponsoring Locked On Cardinals. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're back here, Locked On Cardinals. Part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Make sure you're listening to the new Locked On NFL with expert analysis from former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock. Locked on NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL with Matt's unique take on the game. It certainly is unique. It's in-depth. It's, uh, you know, as far as uh, thorough and in-depth and just uh, as good as it gets, Matt Williamson in the Locked on NFL podcast is where it's at. I was fortunate enough to co-host the Locked On NFL podcast with uh, Cody Rourke, of course, of Locked On Broncos last week. It was an absolute pleasure of mine. Uh, if you want, go back, and you can hear Cody and myself uh, talk about maybe two teams that are overlooked as far as the overall landscape of the NFL, as far as the Cardinals and Broncos are concerned. And we kind of give our thoughts on where they'll end up and maybe hit some storylines that aren't necessarily being touched on in the national media. One uh, storyline that has certainly been touched on in the national media has been Madden ratings. 
And the Cardinals, they did a good job as far as the website's concerned following this, azcardinals.com. They talked to the rookies. They had the rookies look at their ratings. Kyler Murray was criminally underrated. They gave him a 73. They gave him the awareness of somebody who's going to drive their car into a pond because of what their GPS says. Somebody without any awareness. His awareness was 65. I think that uh, that's way off. I think Kyler Murray is one of his best attributes is his overall field awareness, and uh, hopefully that will prove to be true come the 2019 season. Cliff Kingsbury took exception to the Madden football franchise uh, because of how he is represented in the game. And Kingsbury, uh, he's kind of miffed by his look. He says uh, as far as he wants to be adjusted on the looks rating, uh, he claims that he looks like a zombie from The Walking Dead, and I, I don't see it. When I, I've seen the, it's a dead ringer, and that pun intended, as far as Kingsbury's concerned, with his likeliness being represented in the Madden franchise this season. It looks just like him, and he thinks he looks like a zombie from The Walking Dead, uh, which is, I, I don't know. I, I guess that's a um, a recent reference, kind of. I mean, it hasn't been a relevant show for the last couple of years, but. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of like your girl coming to you and asking how she looks and then kind of replying like, nah, I look I look awful or I look fat or I look disgusting uh, when they're maybe fishing for a compliment. And you can continue to compliment, but I'm not doing it here. I, I don't think it's somebody that's fishing for a compliment or, uh, you know, somebody. Maybe I, I appreciate uh, Kingsbury kind of being more self-deprecating. Um then really, you know, thinking like instead of just kind of brushing it off and not really even having fun with it at all, I get that. But he, it looks just like him. He doesn't look like a zombie from The Walking Dead. So if if he thinks his likeliness in, in the Madden football franchise looks like a zombie from The Walking Dead, well, you look then like a zombie from The Walking Dead. That's just, that's just uh that's that's how I, that's how I'm gonna look at it. Um, as far as the Cardinals are concerned, uh, there was a little skirmish that Cliff Kingsbury addressed in Tuesday's practice. Kingsbury downplayed a a fight between Demir Bird and cornerback Robert Alford. So these were two guys that uh, probably went at each other in the NFC South as a member of the Carolina Panthers in Bird and Atlanta Falcons in Alford. And uh, as far as the scuffle is concerned, Kingsbury said it was more of a scuffle, that's it, not not a fight. Uh, They were just being competitive. And then that kind of took Kingsbury to say that really wasn't that much. The Major League Baseball fight, y'all see that one? Um, that's how you get down right there, take on the whole team. And he was talking about uh, the, uh, it was it Amir Garrett of the Cincinnati Reds, uh, pretty much going at the entire Pittsburgh Pirates dugout. And uh, it was kind of the, it was, it it took social media by storm. If you watch ESPN Sports Center, it was all over Sports Center. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. That that was a fight. You, you even saw Yusio Puig, a guy who's traded 25 minutes previous, still fighting and standing up for his uh, his former at that point Reds teammates against basically the entire Pirates ball club. But I digress. Uh, that is that is a big time fight, and that is how you get down. This is kind of a change of pace, though, right? Because Bruce Arians just had a zero tolerance for fights. I mean, he would MF a guy and deliver a string of four-letter words at any player that disrupted practice with a fight. 
they just they they had zero tolerance for it. And uh, to kind of hear this that it's a scuffle, guys were just being competitive, and it got shut down quickly. It wasn't necessarily like there's we have no place for that in this organization. So it's a little different between what we've seen now in the Kingsbury area, the forgotten Wilkes area. I couldn't even tell you what the what happened then, and then the Bruce Arians era of yesteryear. Uh, by the way, checked out Real Sports for the month of July. They had uh, they updated their profile on Bruce Arians. And it just further solidifies my thought that there was nothing to Aaron's retiring and then resurfacing to coach the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was it was mostly him uh, missing the game, getting healthier, having maybe a uh, an epiphany of sorts to where he just feels like his health is never going to be a hundred percent. Might as well do what he loves, what makes him feel alive. And he's one of those guys that lives to work and doesn't just work to live. Um, and it's a great profile. It harkens back to some of the great moments of, uh, of the Cardinals franchise history when B.A. spent five seasons with the Cardinals, um, and you know they had the three double-digit digit, uh, win totals in his first three seasons, and then kind of went they went seven, eight, one, eight, and eight last year, which was pretty miraculous considering the quarterbacks that they were running out there, um, and they didn't have David Johnson at the time, so because he had that broken wrist. So it's a, it's worth a watch, The Real Sports on HBO. Um, coming up next, I guess we'll get into it as far as the Cardinals' newest addition at the linebacker spot and an update on Josh Rosen. Things aren't looking too good in Miami for the second-year quarterback. It's all coming up next. It's Locked On Cardinals. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On Cardinals, Bo Brock with you. Back here for one final segment on this Wednesday edition of the podcast. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Bob Brack. Give, give the show a follow on Locked On AZ Cards and give Lo- Alex Clancy a pity follow at Locked On, or at, at Clancy's Corner. I apologize. Uh, I do want to tell you about Bombas. They're the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. Plus, for more, for every Bombas purchase, they donate a pair to someone in need. Find out more about the fate, Feet Daydream at bombas.com slash locked today and get 20% off at bombas.com slash locked. We appreciate them as part of our sponsorship crew uh, here for the Locked On Podcast Network. So the Arizona Cardinals, they made an addition to their roster. They signed linebacker Andre Branch, the 30-year-old linebacker. Financial terms not disclosed, but they're adding some depth to the pass rush uh, behind starters Chandler Jones and Terrell Suggs. Branch, 30 years old, was relieved by the Dolphins on March 7th in a salary cap move. He signed a three-year $24 million in 2017 after a 2016 season that was very promising. He finished with five and a half sacks. And over the two seasons, he's only told six sacks. But this is a very low-risk move. This is what we're accustomed to seeing Steve Keim uh, actually have some success in in his GM tenure so far. We all know about the Jonathan Abrahams. We know about the Larry Foots. We know about the Antonio Cromartis, the um, 
I mean, the list goes on. Tremaine uh, Williams was a guy that came in late uh, that Steve Kime was able to identify and kick the tires on and kind of wring out the washcloth of productive play um, for these veteran football players that are kind of on the trash heap. And is Branch another one of those guys? Maybe. He's a low risk. I can guarantee he's not making a lot of money. Um, and this is a pass rush that I've pointed out was not uh, as effective as it needed to be in 2018. It was Chandler Jones racking up 13 sacks, and then it was everybody else. The The next leading sack artist uh, was just released this week in Robert Kimdichi, and he only had four and a half. It was just a, it was a handful of guys that had about three to four sacks. Uh, they were not getting after the, the passer, and they were not creating interceptions. Uh, so lack of a pass rush, not getting a lot of turnovers, it bodes for a lot of bad days for the defense, a lot of long days for the defense, and that's something they need to avoid. So adding depth at the position, maybe even being able to create some sort of pass rush rotation and keep guys fresh, keep fresh legs for Chandler Jones, keep fresh legs for a guy in uh, Terrell Suggs who's, what, in his um, what 17th season in the NFL, uh, that's that's very key for this group of, of veteran pass rushers. So uh, I'll be interested to see if Andre Branch has anything left in the tank. If he can match, you know, four and a half, five sacks, that's what you'll take. You're not looking for him to be a double-digit guy. Um, it, it, it this is going to be a. I like the mix of veterans. I like the mix of. Um, of, of youngsters in this defense. It's, it's going to be, you know, rookie cornerback Byron Murphy mixed with, uh, you know, Deontay Thompson coming out of Alabama, Jalen Thompson, supplemental pick out of Washington State, Buda Baker, a third-year guy in that secondary. And then you got a mix of, like, DJ Swearinger, Jordan Hicks, Chandler Jones, Patrick Peterson when he's not suspended, uh, you know, Suggs, Andre Branch, uh, Brooks Reed. It's just a good mix of veterans and rookies, and hopefully they can kind of bring it together uh, and and be a successful defense in 2019. Getting off the field, sacks help that. Pressure helps cre- uh, create turnovers, and we're just looking for more of that this season. As far as last season was concerned, that also attributed to the struggles that Josh Rosen had. Now, Josh Rosen kind of had a crutch, right? He had a crutch that he could kind of lean on uh, in his rookie year to kind of point and say, hey, I wasn't set up to be successful. Um, and and I thought it was fair. I thought that maybe some of the, um, uh, the shots that you would take at a guy like Rosen weren't necessarily merited, just in the position that he was. He had a lame duck coach in, in uh, Steve Wilkes. He had a horrible, fraudulent offensive coordinator to start his career in Mike McCoy. He had uh, Byron Leftwich, who was probably in over his head as far as a play caller was concerned last year, and things were just in disarray on the offense, including the offensive line was just a mess. Um, I didn't think it was the best opportunity for a guy like Josh Rosen to be successful. He's traded away to Miami. Miami, not a whole lot of expectations in 2019. A mess on the offensive line. An organization that is already fired just, what, a week into training camp, their offensive line coach. They only have one, like, real good offensive lineman in Laramie Tunsil. And he, sure, he's the right position to be successful at, but then you've got a couple of ham sandwiches across the line. It uh, doesn't bode well for a guy like Rosen, who reportedly is falling further and further behind Ryan Fitzpatrick in the race for the starting quarterback position. Josh Rosen, apparently the gap is very wide 
uh, between him and starter Ryan Fitzmagic, which you understand Fitzmagic had a great you know year here and there with Tampa Bay. I guess great great is not a, is not a way I should describe it, but he had some big games for Tampa Bay last year. He was a guy who threw for 30 touchdowns, what, three seasons ago for the New York Jets. It forced the Jets to bring him back on kind of a lucrative deal before being released. So, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I get it. Here, here's a couple things going against Josh Rosen. It's a new, another new offensive coordinator. Another, another new place. He goes from UCLA to Arizona to now Miami. Uh, the, the revolving door of coaches and offensive coordinators continues. Another bad offensive line is staring you down. Another veteran quarterback who's made his way around the, the league, kind of like Sam Bradford, stands in the way, but I think Fitzmagic offers more of a, a threat to hold the starting quarterback position the entire season, more so than what we saw from Sammy Sleeves last year. He was just a terrible quarterback. Had no business being on an NFL roster. Um, I... I, it's just it's to me it's disappointing. It doesn't seem like Miami is going to be a place where Rosen can flourish. I think that unfortunately for Josh Rosen, that things really need to line up for him to be successful. I, I just don't think that he is going to be a guy that's going to come in and, and be the change that the franchise needs. He can go in and, and you're a quarterback away and you've got a talented offensive coordinator that you can couple him with, he can be that guy. I think he can certainly be a starting quarterback at some point, but there needs to be you know, a mentor process. There needs to be a development process for a guy like Josh Rosen to um, get to where he needs to be at this point in his career because I think he's so behind the eight ball from – where he was put last year with the Arizona Cardinals and where he is now with the Miami Dolphins. It's just not going to help. It does help to have a guy just, you know, he's no longer the smartest guy in the quarterback room because Fitzpatrick, we all know, went to Harvard. But uh, pretty unfortunate to hear that uh, Josh Rosen is so far behind. He was a guy, look, I mean, I'm not going to hide from the fact that I thought the Arizona Cardinals, the, the move was to move forward with Rosen and surround him with playmakers with all your assets in free agency. Your your top waiver priority, your top pick in the draft, and your ample cap space. I thought he was the guy on the um, on 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 the very team friendly contract to move forward with. Uh, I I'm fully in on the Kyler Murray hype train now, but that's where my line of thinking was, and I I still believe at some point uh, he he can be a starting quarterback. But I just think the stars certainly need to align for him, and he needs to be in a lot better situation than he's been in the last two seasons. Coming up tomorrow, we'll get more into the training camp. More info info coming from Glendale. Uh, we'll be officially come tomorrow, a week away from opening things up in the preseason. So we got a lot to break down between now and the preseason opener. Uh, keep it locked here. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. It's been Locked On Cardinals. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 